0: The third win against the top ten, and the Orange had them all the way. They didn't look into
1: your heart.
0: They didn't look into your heart. They didn't look into
2: my heart. A 3 for the win battle. Bang! Bang! Boom! And the Orange do it again. The cardiac juice comes through on the road one more time. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg.
3: Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Seth Goldberg. I'm Stephen Fonte. It's a Wednesday edition of Orange Nation. We're brought to you in part by Dunn Tire. Phone lines are open the entire way today. We want to hear from you at 315-437-7644. We purposely did not line up any guests, Seth, because I think we hit on a topic yesterday that a lot of people want to talk about. You brought this thing up. Yeah, I think you did. I mean, you brought this up about the Oakland A's taking on the Chicago White Sox last night in Oakland, celebrating their 50th anniversary of being in Oakland. And as part of the celebration... They offered free tickets, free parking. They wanted to fill the building. Now, to put it in some perspective, two nights ago, the A's drew about 7,500 people for their game. Officially. And by all accounts, it sounds like it was about half that. Yes. So 3,500, 4,000 fans, somewhere in that regard, went to see the Oakland A's, a Major League Baseball team, uh, play and, and take on Chicago White Sox. Last night, they opened it up for free. They were expecting a sellout crowd, upwards of 65,000. Didn't quite make it to that number. Got 46, which is still pretty good. That's still more than three times the average home attendance so far this season for the Oakland A's. You brought up the question yesterday. You you brought it back closer to home, and you said if they did this for SU football and they offered free tickets and free parking for just a random game. The example we we used was Syracuse-UConn.
4: Would it, you fill the carrier dome? And by the way, that's an apt comparison because Oakland was playing the Chicago White Sox. So it was like a bad team playing a bad team. So I think it's fair to say Syracuse and UConn, neither one is, is a very good team this year. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe one of the two of them makes a ball game, but like, we don't know. Right, and and so I think that that's a a safe comparison. It's not like saying that the Oakland A's went out and did this when the Houston Astros were coming to town, or when the Angels were in town last week and Shohei Otani was pitching. Uh, they they did this, you know, when a bad team was coming in. So I I think that's important to note, also.
3: So we raised the question yesterday, and my knee jerk reaction was, of course they would fill the dome. Like if you're offering free tickets and free parking. Let's just say it's a it's a $100 value per person. you know take a family of four family of five you're talking four hundred five hundred dollars. And I don't know how many people do that on a regular basis. Like, if you live in Binghamton, hey, we could, you know, go to the Dome. We could watch Syracuse take on UConn. You know, just have to pay for concessions, be a good time. Let's go do it. I think they would fill the Dome. We got call after call after call yesterday and message after message after message on social media that said, you're crazy. I think we had one person who said, yeah, they would, they would fill they would the fill
4: Dome. Up. Well, should update the poll results. Okay. What right? do you got? I, I put a poll out yesterday. Uh... I, I put <laughs> I put an arbitrary time on it without doing the real math hoping that it would end before the start of today's show and it ended five minutes before the start of today's show so I I guessed pretty well but uh 42 votes so uh some of you had your voice heard uh split exactly in half really 50 okay.
3: 50. yeah count me in for yes they would fill the dome I don't think they would so you're you're you've been convinced that the that they won't. Because I feel like when we first
4: brought this up yesterday, your knee-jerk reaction was was, yeah, they would fill it. My knee-jerk reaction when I first thought to ask the question was yes, of course they would fill the dome. Like Of of course you would. Who wouldn't go to a Syracuse football game if it were free, right? It's a thing to do. Um, But I I even mentioned this yesterday. Like The more I kind of thought about it, um, a lot of the concerns that we hear every time we bring up this discussion, every time we talk attendance, it's not tickets are expensive. It's not parking is expensive. It's The parking situation stinks. It's the tailgating situation stinks. There's not room to roam. There's not room to do things. It's the dome is too hot in September. It's, you know, it's all that kind of stuff rather than it's too expensive and I don't want to pay to go, right? So uh, it's, I'd rather go apple picking or I have to do stuff around the house or the dome concourses aren't good and the bathrooms stink and I don't like the troughs. So like, I feel like, those things wouldn't automatically be cured by giving free tickets away. And, and that sounds crazy, but th- that ultimately is my thought. And seeing the attendance numbers last night, um, and f- don't get me wrong, 46,000 is fantastic, and and that's larger than capacity at a lot of baseball stadiums as, as they're starting to be built smaller. But they couldn't find 50,000 people in a really huge city of Oakland slash San Francisco and and that huge area they they couldn't find 50,000 people to go to a baseball game. You know, Syracuse is a lot smaller. And it's been it, we are closer to the Oakland A's being good than we are to the Syracuse football team being good. The big difference though, obvious difference is that
3: you've got 81 home games for the A's and you've got 6 for Syracuse football.
4: So, but it wh- doesn't matter in each one you've only got one that's free. I guess, Like in
3: this example. I guess. But again, it, it's it's not the ticket prices and I think we would agree
4: that with the with the Oakland A's.
3: Didn't you find tickets for fifteen dollars for tomorrow uh, night's yeah, game?
4: On on Ticketmaster, yes. The the tickets on Ticketmaster were fifteen bucks. The cheapest.
3: Okay. So it's not ticket prices when it comes to the Oakland A's. We don't think it's ticket prices when it comes to Syracuse football either. So it's gotta be something more than that. I tend to think that you would find 50,000. I mean, right now, the, the average attendance for Syracuse football, if you go back to last year, is about thirty two, thirty three thousand 33,000 fans. Just to just to provide some round numbers, essentially the dome seats 50,000 for a football game. It's just a shade under that. So if you're at about 30,000 butts in seats, that's 60% capacity. Can they, you make up the difference? And and my th- this is the other big difference with the A's, is that they had to make up a way bigger difference. I mean, they were trying to get to... 65,000 and they had roughly 5,000 or 4,000 butts and seats the night before so you don't have to close quite a big, you know as big of a gap uh, when it comes to Syracuse football as, sure. you're, as you're obviously talking with the Oakland A's
4: sure but here, here's another question and 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 you know you brought up 32,000 is is that the is that the real number or is that the the number
3: Again, I'm, I'm you know, estimating. And, that
4: that's the number that was provided.
3: they were right. at about so, thirty three. So even if it's a, but this is my point, Seth, even if it's a little bit less than that, if you're talking thirty, again, for round numbers, you're talking sixty percent capacity. You're okay. telling me you can't make up the other forty percent with free tickets. Know. I think you I, I don't think know. you would. I think I think you
4: would. I look and and you know, I, I wanted to bring this up because seeing the number last night and seeing that they couldn't, you know, and I, I hit on this, seeing that they couldn't get to their capacity that kind of changed my thinking as well. Like it kind of got me thinking, all right, like maybe this is a little more difficult than you might think. Like maybe, maybe there's something more to the alienating a fan base. Maybe there's something more to the, uh, you know, uh, not putting a good product out than than we may think, right? Because it's not like Oakland has a nice flashy stadium to sell you. It's not like Oakland's got, uh, you know, a, a good young team to sell you. So in a lot of ways, it, it seems similar to Syracuse, right? You're not going there because of the great amenities. Uh, you know, the team on the field it hasn't been great. I, I don't know. I, I struggle to find I struggle to find where they would actually fill the place. I think we they would get it, a lot of fans that wouldn't normally go. We talked about it yesterday, though. I mean, it. it you give students free tickets all the time, and how many students actually show up? It doesn't seem to matter how many times students get free tickets, they never go. Well, and that's I, a priority I know thing, though. I know that's that a priority students thing. Aren't, and I know that students aren't a fair representation, and you shouldn't you know, use that to guess on, on the rest of it, but... Uh, you know to me i i don't I don't see it maybe I'm crazy but I, I don't see it
3: you're going to have obviously the 25 to thirty thousand that are going no matter what and then you need to find another twenty thousand or so that is gonna go because it's free and because it's something to do I think you would find a fan that you know, quote unquote they they wouldn't necessarily go or, you know, it's too expensive to bring a family of four or five and they would do it for the free tickets. I think they absolutely would fill the dome for a game against UConn. But again, I feel like I'm in the minority based on all the, the callers that chimed in yesterday. We've got a few that want to chime in right
4: now. Everyone, essentially everyone has said no. I feel like I'm in the minority,
3: but I think they would fill the place. So, kind of a two-part question as we continue our conversation from yesterday at 315-437-7644. Do you think they would fill the dome if they offered free tickets and free parking to an SU football game? That's number one. And again, regardless of the opponent, we're not talking Clemson, we're talking just a random, you know, whether it's South Florida or UConn or somebody along those lines. So that's the first part of the question. Number two, what would it take to entice you to go? Like we had, uh, I believe it was Brendan and Manlius yesterday, suggested live music on the quad before the game. He would like that. That would help with the entertainment value for him. Is there something else you would like, whether it's better food or a better game day experience? What would you be looking for to entice you to go to a game if, if maybe you know, you're know you not going to games right now? Let's go to the phone lines. Doug in North Syracuse kicking us off on the show today. Hey, Doug.
5: Boys, this is right up my, my alley. I love this. Picture this for a second. You've got a Naval Academy lacrosse team coming into the Dome. You've got the VA hospital directly across the street from it. How hard would it be to go over there and offer free admittance to veterans, to people who work at the VA hospital, to build a little military appreciation day, to do some promotion, you know, to drive it home on, on all of the media sources? Free admittance for those people. How many people could you get to go to a lacrosse game then rather than the 3,500, 4,500 people who go there? If you promote things like that, you might not fill it to capacity, but you're likely to get to 20,000 people to get to a dome. So would that stuff work? You bet it would. You know, if it's a matter of capacity you filled every single seat, maybe not, but you certainly could get a whole lot more people to go. So... There you go. I chimed in a little bit and kept it on subject too.
3: I appreciate it, Doug. I was wondering how you were going to tie in lacrosse. You found a, a nice, appropriate way to tie it into lacrosse. So <laughs> good you,
4: job, by Doug. If you open the dome for free for Connecticut football or for pick your pick your big lacrosse game, I'll, I'll let you pick the opponent. Which which one you want to throw? All Johns Hopkins. Hopkins. Okay. Rick which, says it's the only you, rival. Would you? Which one's getting closer? Say that again do you think you would be able to fill the place if you opened it up for the biggest lacrosse game?
3: If it was Cuse Hopkins? Yeah. Fill the
4: dome. Or like I don't know, do
3: it. You're, let's be honest, you're not getting fifty thousand for lacrosse. With all respect like I love lacrosse I and, and with all due respect to Doug, you're what not do you getting fifty thousand. What do you think you would get to? What do, what do you think is the limit on lacrosse? For free tickets for a big game. I mean, if you're talking like if it was an NCAA tournament game, regardless of the opponent, you brought up eh I mean, I I don't know twenty thousand maybe. I'm just throwing a number cool. out there. I mean that that would be very cool. Again, I don't know. I mean, it's it, I love lacrosse. It's not quite on the level of basketball and football in this town. A um, lot of lot of huge lacrosse fans, but you know, it's a, it's a basketball town. Can you could you fill the place? You know, if you put the dome, the, the court in the middle, I mean, we talked about this before with Duke. Yes, if you put the court the in the middle, place. you would fill the place. Without if, giving away tickets if, for right, free. <laughs> right, exactly. It's an event time. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. You would fill the place for a basketball game. I do think you would fill the place for a football game. You know, maybe you, you fill half the dome uh, for free lacrosse tickets to a, to a pretty big game. Maybe you get 25000 Yeah. Back to the phone lines we go. We've got uh, Dom and Syracuse up next. Hey, Dom.
1: It's got to be April when we're talking dome attendance. Um, so, so listen, it's this is the same thing we talk about every year. Hey Dom, Dom,
3: it's Seth's Doing, fault. It's it Seth's I'm fault. Sorry. He brought this up I yesterday, and as as they say, opened up Pandora's box. So this is Seth's it's okay. fault.
1: It, it, it's okay, though. But so all of these things you guys are talking about, you know, bands on the quad, improved food, those are all Band-Aid fixes. You can get thirty thousand per game at the dome in the middle of winter for basketball, no problems. You can get up to 38, you can probably get 45. Like you said, you could probably fill the full dome for the right game. In the middle of basketball season, 20 games a year, at home, all the time. It's, when was the last time you said what was the last time we had sustained 40-plus at the dome. What's the one constant that's been going on since the coach Peter? Our teams have stunk. You put a product on the field. This conversation is irrelevant. You have a team that's in the top 25, people will come. They're not going to say, I'm going to Apple Festival. No, I'm not going to Apple Festival. Uh, Circus is playing UConn, and they're in the top 25. I'm going to the Dome. It's as simple as that. Once the product on the field that you're being forced to watch for three hours is a good product, people are going to show. You don't have to do bands in the quad. You're not going to have to do food and whatever. All that other stuff is blocked. And none of them under long term sustained. It's not a long term sustained solution. The only long term sustained solution is to put budget receipts, is product on the field.
4: That's it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, ultimately, that's. That's all that matters. But right now the product's not there. So what do you do? What do you do to bring people in when the product's not there? I and, guess is the larger point.
3: And Dom, we were kind of losing you there on your cell phone, so we had to let you go. I was I, I wanted to get Dom's thoughts on exactly what you just said. Obviously, if the product is better, people will go. But right now the product is what the product is. And I do think the product is getting better by the way. Like this is not Greg Robinson's SU football team like th- th- the wins are coming, the excitement is coming, they score a lot of points. Yes, the games are long, but that's a byproduct of, you know, the way college football is played these days, plus the style of play. So I, I get that. But the product is better than it used to be. But until the product is to that point that Dom's talking about, you know, going to bowl games and winning eight games in a season or seven games in a season or whatever the case may be, it is what it is right now. It's it's four and eight right, right now. Right. So And it has been for three years. If that's the case, like if you're getting a four and eight product or a five and seven product what else is bringing you to the game? And would a four and 8 team, you know, sell out the dome if you offered free tickets. Again, the more we talk about this, like I'm convinced. Yes, you would you would sell out the dome. You would get the 30 to 32 33,000 that are coming anyway, that are paying anyway, and then you could make up the difference with fans who just want to come and it's a it's a free game and and an opportunity to to, you know, catch a major division 1 college football team. I will say this in regards to Doug's call that I didn't get to. Uh in SU's defense, they do have a, a strong tie with the the military already, and they do some of those things with obviously Fort Drum and and bringing in veterans to games and whatnot. So that is something that they've they've tried to do in the past, and I think will continue to do and continue to have a you know a strong tie with the military and Military Appreciation Day and so on and so forth.
4: Uh, from John on Twitter: horrible product, can't even breathe in there, and you have to sit on metal on metal two inches away from the guy sweating next to you and most games are on TV not that hard to figure out all right
3: so the horrible product i think that is slowly starting to go away yes that i think will change those other things are
4: not changing are not changing at yet. least right now yeah. right
3: now the the carry dome renovations there it's out there the, you know this idea of the dome will be renovated we don't know what that's going to entail but I think the product is changing. But if those other things are deal breakers for you, the how hot it is, and the games are long, and, the, and they're on TV, and, you're and the parking a hell, and it doesn't and, matter,
4: right? Because guess what? The dome's going to get renovated, and the parking is still going to stink because they're not replacing the physics building with a parking lot. Valid point, Seth. Let's get another phone call in. Let's knock down Carnegie Library and put a seven-story parking lot there. Tim and Syracuse up next on the show. Hey, Tim. How's it going? Uh, um, you know, I, I,
2: I'm in the mindset that, you know, free tickets, they no doubt fill the dome. I mean, if not, it's really a pretty sad thing for those who call themselves fans. If you, you can't go out and support, you know, they obviously would be making a, a big deal about filling the dome. And um, it, it would be nice to see that, that place packed for a football game. Um uh, we all want a better product on the field and you know it, it certainly gets old not seeing that product that we want. Um, but if we can't fill a, a dome and fill the dome with with free tickets and free parking, I mean, oh, my goodness, we're doing something really, really wrong <laughs> uh, in, in my opinion. Um, and, and like I said, the support from the from the fans, you know we always complain about the the um the team but then often don't show up at, um and the biggest times to, to support the team even even if they are struggling you know should, should be there behind the team um, as much as possible for the, for the big games for for sure, as well, and if they're trying to, if they were to ever try to do a uh, publicity type deal where they wanted to pack the dome, to uh, you know, I think that would go a long way uh, for the recruiting and stuff like that too, to to, to show the dome packed in the atmosphere that it, it could be, um, you know, to to get the program back to where they could do something like that on a regular basis.
3: Yeah, and honestly, I couldn't agree with you more, Tim, and maybe that's why I say it's a no-brainer. I think that this town, this community could fill the dome if the tickets were free and if parking was free. Because I don't want to think about the alternative. Like, Isn't that depressing to think about that you couldn't fill a 50,000-seat stadium for a major Division One college football game we're not with talking free about tickets LSU and, with and free parking? Right, it's 50,000. It's you six Saturdays, you know, or five Saturdays in a, fri- you know, five Saturdays and a Friday, uh, you know, every year. You're telling me you can't 550,000. So, to me that would be depressing. Like this is a sports town, right? Like this is a a college theory, sports yeah. town. If you can't fill a 50,000 seat stadium to watch, you know, a Power 5 game, I think that's I think that's a little depressing. So I I, I hope that the answer is, well, yes, of course, this town could fill a 50,000-seat stadium for a game.
4: Yeah, I mean, I would, I would hope, and and look, I, again, I only bring this up because of the Oakland A's thing this week. Uh, otherwise, I hate talking about attendance, and I hate, I hate talking about who's, you started who's, this. I know, yeah. I know, but I, I hate talking about who's in the dome and what's in the dome. Uh, but I thought this kind of thing was interesting. Well, you know
3: what? The, the timing of this is actually fairly appropriate because obviously coming off this Oakland A's thing, but the Carrier Dome renovations—they're kind of out there. We're expecting to hear something. Sometimes soon, soon right. about what that's going to entail. So as part of the question today, yes, I'm curious what what our listeners think about whether or not they'd fill the place. But number two, again, going back to what would it take to to entice you to come to the dome? If you're not going to games on a regular basis, what do you want to see? Brendan and Manlius yesterday brought up live music. Um, You know, I, I've heard people talk about air conditioning. Uh, I've heard people talk about better food in the dome. I mean, what would it take to entice you to to You know, put down your whatever it is, $20, and and come out to the dome.
4: Um, I've also got a thought from uh, an old friend that I I could bring up after the break. I I know we've got to run to a timeout. All right. A lot of people want to check in on
3: this. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We'll keep the conversation going next. Keep it here. Orange Nation returns right after this. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Stephen, Seth, back with you on a Wednesday edition of Orange Nation. Phone lines open the entire way today at 315-437-7644. We want to hear from you. Back to the phone lines we go. Dave in Syracuse up next on the show. Hey, Dave.
0: Hey, guys. Um, very quickly, first of all, I'm one of those guys you talked about that's going to be there no matter what. Uh, I was sitting in the building in the th- in the middle of the third quarter for Greg Robinson games, and that's where you tell your
3: true fans are. <laughs> um, that is dedication, Dave. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And you know as one of those fans, I can tell you there's nothing I want more than to see that building full during a football game. But having said that, I know there's another, there's a, a faction of people like me that go no matter what that will say, Hey, you're giving out all these free tickets. What are you going to do for me? Uh, that crowd, I don't necessarily agree with um, because I made the choice to buy my ticket and go no matter what. And I think they did too. And I think, you know, overall, I would rather see a full crowd. I don't care how you get them in there. It doesn't matter to me. And I wouldn't be opposed at all to the university. Um, if they come into a week of a game and they see they got fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 still to sell, and they usually know what their walk-up crowd is, bringing a bunch of tickets to local high schools, finding out what the interest is, because I'm sure there's kids that would love to go to the game that can't necessarily go. I, as a kid, you know, my dad had to work on Saturdays. He brought us in when he could. But there's probably kids that would love to go to the game that aren't afforded the opportunity to get there and see, you know, if there's interest from the schools to invest in buses and uh, people that want to chaperone and, and find out, you know, who, who would like to go and see if they can't bus these kids in and give them tickets to get them in there. And then you got fans for life for those that choose to, to stay here and don't mind uh, snow in late April. And then, uh, you know, they're, they're season tickets holders of the future.
3: Yeah. And it, listen, I, I like that idea, Dave. Um, the concern is, and I know Seth was going to get get into this because yeah. our good friend Steve Nikom actually tweeted at us and said that, you know, his concern is that if you start giving away tickets, then people in this town are going to expect to be given free tickets or they'll just wait until they get a free ticket. I know that some NFL teams do that, right? If if there's going to be a blackout and if the game's not sold out, there might be a local business that buys up a bunch of tickets and then gives it to the boys and girls club or, you know, local high schools like you're suggesting and 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 I get that and I think that that's a good idea. I think that if you if you did that locally, I would be concerned as well with what Steve Nikom brought up and I think it's a it's a good concern. I think, you know, to some degree we saw it with the Syracuse Chiefs, you know, over time that Fans would just expect. Well, I'm not going to go. You know, if I get a free ticket, maybe I'll go, but I'm not going to pay for a ticket. And the Chiefs are obviously trying to work away from that. And you know, yes, they want butts and seats, but you don't want to devalue the ticket. Um, to to Dave's point about you know the season ticket holders feeling like something needs to be done for them if if free tickets are given out, I think, I think this that's would,
4: a valid concern. Well, too. I
3: think it's a valid concern. But what I'm suggesting is you know a one time thing, right? If it's a one time thing. You know, and if we're talking an early season game against Wagner or UConn or South Florida or Central Michigan or whatever, you know, I'm not talking Syracuse Clemson, but if it's a game that. The attendance is going to be around thirty thousand anyway. I don't think you necessarily need to do something for the season ticket holder if it's a one time thing and it's a you know a gimmicky type thing and you want to fill the dome. Right. I would be concerned about doing it week in and week out. That oh, if there's ten thousand tickets left, all right, well then we're going to give them away because then people will just wait until right before the game and well, right. I'll, I'll I'll chaperone my kid at Liverpool High School and I'll I'll go to the game and I won't have to pay for it.
4: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that there's a little bit of a difference between what what we are bringing up with what the Oakland Athletics did and and what. Dave suggested not that what he suggested is a terrible idea, but oh, it's not, it's not a terrible think, idea at all. But I, I do think, think there's think a, a, a drawback to that. Yes, yes, because like you said, people will just wait around and and oh, free t- there. Th- th- there's a rotation and and they're going to hit Liverpool on you know this or oh they're going to hit CNS this time. Okay, like I'll yeah, just I, I'll wait. I know that we will go with my kids. Six, yeah. you know they're gonna I'll keep that weekend open. Like they'll probably wait get to us. So yeah, I think there's a big drawback to that. I, I really do, um, but. Look, I, I don't think that for a one-time gig, I, I don't think that's terrible. And, you know, I think that there's a a, a certain group that will say, okay, great, I, I'm going, and then I'm going to wait and see the next time they give me a free ticket. But I also think there's another group, and I, I think this is a really important group to, to get also, of those people that, like, might want to go to a football game, but whether it's because of cost or whether it's because of the combination of cost and a bad product, they just don't. And then all of a sudden they do for the first time, and like maybe they want to go back again. Right. And, they need a reason. Right. And this would be their right. reason to they go. Ne- they need a reason to get in the door. Right. You need. You need a reason to get into the building, and you know whatever whatever it may be, you might need that push doing whatever. Right. Like it may not be it may not be Syracuse basketball, but like there are a lot of people out there who like want to do something. Like I wanted to start watching Billions, like a, a TV show, and for whatever reason, like I was talking to my dad over the weekend, and he goes, "You know, I got to watch some Billions. I got to catch up." And I was like, "Oh." You know what, I've been meaning to start that, and since then I started watching. Like, Syracuse football. There are probably people out there who are like, you know, I'm a football fan, like I should really go to a game, but like, they need a reason to go, and like, maybe this is it, right? Maybe maybe this is that reason, if you were to have some weird big event where tickets are cheap or or nothing, and then people go, and then they're like, okay, yeah, the team's not great, but I could be a Syracuse fan, and I could be here, and it's more fun.
3: That example you're giving, that analogy you're giving of the the fan that... You know, maybe just needs a reason to go. It's kind of like a job interview, right? It's like a kid graduates from college. He, ne- yes. he needs to get that interview. And then once he gets the interview, it's up to him to prove himself and to get that job. Like, getting... Butts and seats and fans in the door for the first time, like that's half the battle. Then once they're in there, then it's up to what all of our earlier callers were talking about about the product on the field and the entertainment value. And then it's up to the team to win them over, right? So yes. half the battle is is getting that job interview and going and getting all dressed up and then trying to impress the you know. Then it's up to to the team to impress the fan and to to win them over and to to hook them for life. And as Dave talked about, if you know. The, the 16-year-old kid who's going to high school here locally then decides to make his life here and put up with snow in the, you know mid to late April. <laughs> right uh, They're going to the games on a regular basis. They're buying season tickets, and they're taking their kids someday. Um, but it's half the battle getting the fans in the door, and then the other half of that
4: is entertainment value, and then the team some has to do its some thing. Some people just need a kick in the butt. For whatever it is. And, and like, I know that in, in the grand scheme of things, like a kick in the butt to go watch a football game is not a big deal. But like, I think that matters, right? Like, I think that there are probably people out there who are like, hey, I'm a football fan, but like, I never go to a game. And like, if they did, maybe they would come back the next week or two weeks later or whatever it is.
3: All right. So, aside from cost and aside from the product on the field, because again, I think the product on the field is getting better. I think it will continue to get better. And there's nothing that the fans can do about the product on the field currently. Uh, And the cost, I don't think, again, by and large, it's an affordable ticket when you compare it to the other teams in the ACC. So aside from cost, aside from product on the field, what else are you looking for? We keep hearing about these carrier dome renovations. What would you like to see moving forward? What would bring you back to games or to more games? 315-437-7644. Got to take another time out. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.
2: This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg.
3: Stephen Seth back with you on a Wednesday edition of Orange Nation. Phone lines remain open at 315-437-7644. So I think we've exhausted the whether or not the carry dome would be full if Probably. Syracuse offered free tickets and free parking. I say yes, you say no. I think it's a no-brainer. The more I think about it, they would get 50000 or whatever. Pretty darn close to 50000 Maybe not every single seat, but enough to consider it you know, capacity crowd would be on hand, I think, uh, if they offered free tickets and free parking. But the, the broader question here, and this is your chance to be heard because, again, we expect to, to hear something soon on the Carrier Dome renovations. Wasn't the timeline like spring? Yeah, we're in the spring. Maybe they're uh, waiting for the weather to get better. Te- <laughs>
4: technically, we're in the spring. <laughs> the calendar says the it's calendar spring. says so, Steve. Uh, it
3: doesn't feel like spring out. But I think we're skipping spring this year. Going straight to summer? I yes. wouldn't mind that golf weather sometime soon i hope in any event it's your chance to be heard what, what do you want to see and we've heard a lot of people talk about better parking i don't know what the solution is to that i don't know if there is a solution pave to the that
4: quad steve Just pave the
3: quad i don't know if there's a solution to parking a, a realistic solution <laughs> to parking they're not paving the quad um, i don't know
4: it's, it, it it might be feasible no there's there's no solution i'm Kidding, obviously.
3: And I realize that that's a big issue. A lot of people have said air conditioning that's going to be costly.
4: And is that also? Here's a dumb question: is that place, also? Re, is that also like realistic? Like that's a large building to air condition. Well, that's like well, that that's actually why have an
3: effect. That's why it's extremely. It's going to be extremely costly in order to make it effective. And you're talking about how many? How many football games would you need air conditioning for? Three.
4: How many events do you need? Forget football games. How
3: many events? Potentially. Seven? Potentially some lacrosse games. Potentially graduation. graduation. So that's about it. Uh, Seven, if there was eight? a concert there over the yeah. summer. Yeah, so you're talking... Exactly. I mean, you're probably talking at most a dozen over the course of a calendar year. Is that really worth it, the cost, to, to put in air conditioning? I don't know. So, two things at the top of the list. The, the parking and the air conditioning. I, I'm not sure there's a, a great answer to either. Um, what else do you want to see? 315-437-7644. Uh, back to the phone line. Scooter in Jamesville up next on the show. Hey, Scooter.
6: Hey, guys. You know, it, it's, a, it's a good topic. Uh, if you want to stretch it uh, completely out, I think the Syracuse is not the only team that has trouble drawing fans. That's one thing we watch on TV. That uh, it's it just I think it's the marquee. Now, it, it, itself, I enjoy going down to a Colgate game. You usually go down once or twice a year. Just because it's old school, you can park right next to the stadium and you, you, can, you can sit outside, you can see the uh, trees in the background. And Syracuse will never be able to do that, obviously, because you're inside. As far as the con- uh, convenience of seating, uh, anybody that went to Archibald Stadium uh, realized that there was no uh, room for your feet. You, you sat on a concrete slab and people sat on your feet. And when they built this stadium, I guess they figured that no one had a place for their seat. But the seats would be interesting if they were talking about Getting rid of the benches and going, you know, to the theater seats. I mean, that's a that could be a plus side too for some people. And uh, I I don't know. The location of the uh, stadium is just a it's, it's it's a fallback. I mean, it's hard to tailgate. And I think if we took away tailgating in the uh, away from the Southeast Conference said ban tailgating or open fires or no alcohol, uh, I don't think they're going to be drawing the hundred thousand fans. It's just part of the the you know. You now, part part of the game, the tradition, and to me, to me, that's the hardest thing to draw. Is that it's just from an experience of the overall Saturday. It's just it's just not the same as going to other places.
3: Yeah, and that's a, that's a valid point, and that's come up repeatedly. That just the tailgate options. There's just there's no place. I don't yeah. want to say no place, but but there isn't.
4: Few I mean, places where, to where, to take like, it. You, you well you can you take it a tailgate, little bit in
3: parking lots, but it's not, not the really. same. No, yeah. I know. Right. It's I
4: mean I mean I was there for the spring game on, on Friday night and I went to the stadium lot, which is uh the one right in front of the, the law or right behind the law school, right? Like right like a two blocks off the dome. And like that lot was full for the the spring game. Like it wasn't a big parking lot and so you know it if that's full for the spring game, like you're clear, you, there there wasn't really space to do any tailgating. You're not tailgating in a in a five story parking garage, so it, it's kind of hard. You know, maybe on South, maybe on, out at Skytop. The
3: lo- the lots that they put us in, you know, the media in. They, there is there, you know, it's yeah. the West lot, the standard lot. Again, for for fans that go on a regular basis, you'll know where we're talking. Um, there is some tailgating, but there's, there's not, not a lot, lot of, of not a lot of room. Skytop's another example. There are. Some places to tailgate, but that's that's one criticism we hear yeah. repeatedly that there's just there's no place to tailgate and, and get together.
4: Yeah, you know something else interesting that Scooter brought up uh, is saying the location of the stadium is is a drawback. I, I find this kind of funny, and and maybe it's because uh, my thoughts on this were were formed and, and created when I was a student. I love where the dome is. I love that it's right in the middle of the campus. Like I, I love that it's right there. Uh, you know, and and I love that when I was a freshman, I had a a class in the physics building that ended at seven o five, and there was a Tuesday night basketball game that started at seven, and I walked across the street and got there before the game started. Like I, I love that 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 is possible, and and I think that you know, moving the stadium far or moving it downtown or moving it to Skytop. I I would hate to see, like personally I, I would hate to see that like I, I think there's something awesome about having it right in the middle of your campus and I know that it creates this problem right it, it creates the problem that the parking stinks and that you have to park down at Skytop because you can't you know you can't park near the building and that you have to bus in and you you can't really tailgate I, I realize that it creates issues but I think that there's something really great about having your 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 stadium right there like I, I think that there's a positive now do they exploit the positive I don't know. Right, and I don't know that they take advantage of having the quad. I mean, we sat out there uh, how many times this season? And and what did we see? It's
3: full. When it's nice, it's full. Right. So much of it depends on the weather with the quad. Right. So and and so that's you know, for people who say I would love an open air stadium, and I understand what Scooter's saying, and you know, (laughs) there there is something cool about going to Colgate or Cornell, and you know, when it's a nice September day, and you, you know, the leaves are starting to change. But let's be honest, it. The weather here is it's it's very much it would, up in the air. Like, you know what?
4: It would be open as many times as you need air conditioning.
3: Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. It would, it, it would be closed. From it'd probably be open in the month of September and you know, may, maybe through
4: mid October. But Graduate, can you imagine, Maybe for graduation? Can you imagine sitting outside for four hours today? today? I mean, this could is imagine, mid-April. Could you imagine going there Saturday for the lacrosse game when it's going to be right, 45 degrees this is, and, this would and be, sitting
3: there? You you potentially could have a lacrosse game today. Can you imagine sitting out for two and a half, three hours no, in this? No. Or, or for a night game, like a 7 o'clock game during the week, like if Hobart or Cornell was in town? Sitting outside for this. So, I I don't think people really want the, the open-air stadium. And the retractable roof, again, while it would be nice... It, it would it, be open... F- 10 times a year? It doesn't make a whole lot of financial sense, like I would imagine. Again, I don't know the numbers, but my my guess is it would be very costly to put in a retractable roof. You mean it's more expensive? And I don't know how much you would get out of it. You
4: mean it's more expensive to put tracks and pulleys and mechanical stuff in than it is to just put a roof on? Not just expensive,
3: like more expensive, like a lot more expensive. No way. I don't don't know how much you you get out of it. So, (laughs) again, when you come back to the, the parking and the retractable roof and the air conditioning, again, I'm not sure these are things that yeah, but maybe necessarily a,
4: make it a ton of sense. But maybe if it's a retractable roof rather than a fixed roof, they can get uh, it's not the carrier dome anymore, and they can get a new naming rights deal. There you go. Get some money that way, potentially.
3: 315-437-7644. We'll uh, wrap up this conversation next, so if you want to check in, uh, give us a call, and then we'll move on to hour number two. We'll get into uh, some other things at the top of the hour. Back after this on ESPN Radio.